If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always with the nice scenic view in the background, our NFL draft expert, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. Hey, how you doing, Pat? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting pretty excited for the draft. We're we're getting to the point where I'm starting to look at some some picks, some things to bet on, and it's always kind of exciting. Even even if your team like us, the Colts uh isn't in the first round so you don't even have anything to do other than just bet on what's going to happen in that first day i mean i like the vikings too with their picks a little later so you never know are you going to stay up for the entire first round of the draft i mean that that thing's going to go until like midnight yeah yolo might as well only happens once a year this this is true that is certainly true um our boy Diz, our voice of God, he will be joining us shortly. I think he has some work things going on. So uh, we'll introduce him and let him... Jo- oh, wow, look at that. Just I, I don't know if he timed that, if he planned that. Maybe he was watching on YouTube. But joining us, as always, the tan man, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Maybe. He wasn't ready. He, he wasn't ready. He showed up in the chat. He wasn't ready. He is here. I'm sure he will announce his presence when he has arrived officially. But let's jump right into it. The NFL draft. The NFL draft. Oh. Okay, so he jumped in. was really choppy. He's... Patty, was I right on cue there? Or did you jump is in a submarine for you? Yeah, it's very choppy, but I did I did catch Got what me. he was saying. Uh, yes, Diz, I we were I just introduced Tyler. We were about to move on to the NFL draft, and then as I mentioned that you were going to jump in, you kind of popped in right at the right moment. So yeah, it was pretty electric. It's too bad you were so choppy and uh, in and out there from the from the get go there. But uh, welcome in. How's it going? Okay, we'll let, we'll let him get out of his work complex. His work <laughs> complex is pretty uh, pretty choppy, not great service down there. So uh, we will hear from him shortly. But let's talk about the NFL draft. The NFL draft does start tomorrow, first round. Do you know what time it starts, Tyler? Is it 8 o'clock? I believe it's 8. Just keep... 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I believe. Um, the Jaguars obviously have the number one overall pick yet again. Last year they went Trevor Lawrence with the number one overall pick, but let's let's talk about the odds, the current odds for who the number one overall pick is going to be. Trayvon Walker is at minus three hundred. Aiden Hutchinson is at plus three hundred. Iquanu uh, plus five hundred. Which, if you listen to Tyler last episode, he had uh, had him at what like plus sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. So those odds have moved significantly as well. Um, and then Neil, another offensive tackle, is at plus 2,500. And then uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Is that his name, Kayvon? Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, he is at plus 2,500. Now, before we even talk about uh, who we think, Tyler obviously took a flyer on Iquanu. Uh, still might be worth it at this price of plus 500. But uh, I believe personally, Tyler, that there is no reason in the NFL draft to bet anything with odds lower than minus 150. Because, I'm with you. I mean, nobody knows anything about the draft. Not even the sports books know anything about the draft. Less than a week ago, Hutchinson was at minus 200 or worse odds to go number one. Now he's at plus 300. If you wait maybe even like a day or a few hours, these odds could change significantly. Tyler was talking earlier how Iquanu was up to plus 300. Now he's back down to plus 500, you know, a mere hours later. So, um I think that you can get tremendous value in these draft odds and draft picks. And so if you wait for your spot and you plan accordingly, you can probably get just about uh, anyone you want at any value. So 
patience is key here. I know obviously the draft is like almost just 24 hours away, but you can still probably wait and get some good value. I mean, like you said, taking minus values rough. We saw last year with the uh, Trey Lance pick. It was what three weeks leading up. It was it was Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Everyone said, and then boom, out of nowhere on what draft day, maybe the day before. I think it was draft out, day. Like, yeah, taking Trey Lance. Yeah, they came out there like we're taking Trey Lance. Like, okay, so so you never know. I'm with you. I don't even. But if I see someone that's minus value, I don't even really think about taking it. Like, no, because you never know. That's Especially right. How the draft goes: one person takes a wide receiver, the rest of the teams go, "Oh crap, we need to take a wide receiver too." Messes up your whole draft. And you don't know what trades are going to happen. You know, there's a lot of active trades that happen on draft day. Maybe a team trades for Baker Mayfield, who is going to get a quarterback, and all of a sudden now they're out of the quarterback market. You know, it, there's just so many things that can happen that uh, it just doesn't really make sense to me to take super minus value on any of the any any of your draft picks. Exactly, you get it. So, Tyler, if you're you're looking at the odds for the number one pick right now, other than Iquanu, who you already got a tremendous value, is there anyone else you're considering taking taking or uh, looking at? I mean, I've heard a lot of talk about Evan Neal, you know, being possibly the more polished tackle. Mm-hmm. But he also, you know, he's like 6'8", 380. And I saw a report that a lot of teams have taken him off their draft board just because, you know, previous tackles we've seen pretty good. But at that size, like, uh, what's the tackle for the Jets they just drafted? Becton. You know, he hasn't really been suiting up. Now there's even talks on a podcast I was listening to the other day that, you know, he might be done in a Jets uniform. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, good player when he plays, but at that size, you know, 380 pounds, 6'8", that is not the normal size man. That is not, you know, medically what doctors are used to looking at. So you never really know on those. So I'd take him off of my bet there if, you know, you're looking at taking someone minus value. Thibodeau has been dropping, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. I mean, the latest latest mock draft I saw had him going 10. Yeah. Which, you know, he was consensus number one before the season started and partway through the season. Yeah, So absolutely. if you're not betting, you know, like we said, Hutchinson, I think you can get plus value on him now. Yep, yep. So, you know, maybe take a flyer on him if you're looking at first overall. Yep. Uh, lots of other positions, lots of other drafts, you know, numbers you can go from here too oh yeah 100 percent. so uh just kind of like you said because hutchinson is now at plus 300 value i did take him as a flyer for that number one overall pick um i know a lot of people and you mentioned this last step so a lot of people think uh bulky the gm for the jaguars is going to go with trayvon walker because he has a lot of the athleticism that he likes and he reminds him a lot of uh alden smith but um, in my opinion, I don't think Alden Smith worked out for him. Um, you know, he, he was a good player. He, he had a lot of promise, but then, you know, off the field issues, things didn't really work out. He didn't really develop to the player that everyone thought he would. So I think they could go with Hutchinson just because he's had the production. He showed he can play. Um, his last year in college, he was phenomenal. He was, for the longest time, he was the consensus number one overall pick. And I am convinced, too, that, uh, you know, a a thing people often talk about and say is uh, if you bank on uh, promise, uh, then, or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Potential. Potential. I knew it was a P word. If you bet on potential, that's a good way to get fired. That's a good way to lose your job because if the potential doesn't pay off, then you end up missing out. So I think the Jaguars play it quote-unquote safe, and I think they could go with Hutchinson at number one. I mean, I'm just – I think that's super possible. That's honestly probably the pick that I think is most likely. Um, Like I said, I think the Jags are going to try and protect Trevor Lawrence, so that's my whole Aquanu pick there. I'm I'm considering taking Iquanu there as well. Um, did you see though the Jags uh, 
re-signed their ta- one of their tackles. But he's not that great. Are you talking about Cam Robinson? Yes. The yeah. guy they franchised? Yeah. yeah. He hasn't been good, though. Well, I would assume whatever tackle, if they draft an offensive tackle, I would assume they would put him on the opposite side of that Robinson character. I mean, if you draft... You wouldn't pay Robinson for five or seven years or whatever it was unless you really thought he was worthwhile. Or you're low on options because you're the Jags. Also fair. Also fair. But I, I definitely think Equanu might be worth it at plus 500 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you. You ready to move to another pick? Or well, I was going to see if, if, Diz, if Diz had a, uh, had a thought. What's up, boys? Sorry, I was in my industrial complex. I thought I joined at like the perfect time, and then I was talking, and then it just you guys weren't hearing anything, so that was horrible. But I'm here. Uh, thanks for waiting. Uh, my, is, do we have value on Jags trading the first pick? Because I bet that's insane. You you can't specifically like bet that the Jags are going to trade their pick. However, you could look at it as saying like, okay, if you do think they'll trade the pick. Who do you think will get drafted by that team that trades up? Do you have a thought on who might trade the, for the Jags for the first overall pick, Diz? No, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And um, I don't know that too many people want to trade up to get the number one overall pick. Yeah, it's not the draft for it. What um, what's, Is there over-under spots for each guy? Yes, yes, there is, and I have a few of them listed as some of my favorite picks for the draft. Where? What's Malik Willis over under? Thirteen and a half. Holy balls! I hammered the under on that. I got that that's at minus one hundred two. I got that at minus one hundred two. That's what I'm thinking as well. To be honest, no quarterback is he going to be the first quarterback that goes. Some people think it's, yes. Some people say no. I think he will. You got to think a quarterback's going to go before 13. Yeah. And I think you can get Pickett at like, uh, let me see what his uh, over under is on draft position. So Kenny Pickett's over under mm-hmm. is at 15 and a half. So, uh, if you think, well, Malik Willis actually, so I got Malik Willis under 13 and a half at minus 102. Yeah. That value is at now plus 118. Also, Kenny Pickett under 15 and a half is at plus 126. So if you truly believe those two are the best, uh, two best quarterbacks, which I think we can all agree that's the case. And then, if you do think they're gonna, one of them's gonna go top ten, then betting both of those at plus money, you're guaranteed to make money. How about I one up you here, Pat, for plus one fifty, Malik Willis to be a top ten pick. There we go. That's what we're talking about. I do like that, and for one of my extreme flyers. I actually took Malik Willis to go second overall at plus 2,000. Ooh, juicy. I th- second the Lions? Yes. Now, I the reason I think they would, if they were to take a quarterback, I think they would go Malik Willis because they do have Goff. While he's not a long-term solution at quarterback, he is someone that can maybe give him a year or two and let Malik Willis develop into that potential that they're seeing. And, uh... You know, get off the table. (laughs) Tyler's having dog issues. I am. The one you guys are seeing isn't even the dog issue. There's one on the table in front of me right now. Mm. Harper, get down. Come on, Harper. Oh. But yeah, I thought plus 2,000 from Malik Willis to go two to the Lions seemed like uh, too good to pass up for me. Um, I don't hate it, honestly. And I mean, you know, one might be a lot to trade up for. Two might be a little less. You may have someone, you know, that really likes Malik Willis to make that trade, too. 
I also thought about maybe the Panthers trading up to two to get Malik Willis. Similar situation to uh, the Lions, but I feel like the Panthers are in more of a have-to-win-now kind of situation. Um, I think uh, with Rule, uh, is Rule a second-year coach? I think he is. Third, maybe. Something like that. He's he's early on in his tenure, but they underperformed last year, and so I think they're in a more of a win now situation where I think the Lions, who have historically been bad, MCDCs in his second year, uh, they're not expecting a whole lot. So I could see the Panthers trying to make a move and trading up to get the number uh, two overall and taking Malik Willis at number two. Electric, uh, if you bet on that and that happened like 20 minutes after the draft started, that'd be cool. That's my least favorite part about the draft is I don't follow it very thoroughly. So after about eight picks, I kind of call it, especially with the Colts never being up top. So yeah. maybe a little second pick action is good because that's what you're rooting for. You got something to root for. Absolutely. Um. And then and the second pick is the Lions, correct? Yes. Um, you can get pretty good value. I don't know if you've looked into the team draft specials, Pat. I have. You know, you can get pretty good value on there. You know, obviously they think a defensive line is going at plus or at minus four hundred and thirty, but quarterback, if you know, either quarterback's taken, that's plus eight fifty. Oh man. I I might yeah, have I'll- to. How pissed would you be, Pat, if you if they took Kenny Pickett with the two spot? That's fair. That's I'm, that's what you got to do then. Plus eight fifty. I mean, that's that's juicy enough too. I think I'm gonna jump on that. And I mean, as a Colts fan, every option they have is plus money on the team draft specials. I'll tell you who Line. I ended up taking for the Colts. What's here? I took wide receiver. Just because plus two, plus two fifty. Yeah, I got him at plus two fifty. Yep, that's exactly what I got. Um, I just think that um, with obviously there's holes on the offensive line that we need to fill as well. But I mm-hmm. think based off of where we're drafting and with the depth of the wide receiver class, I could see us still getting a pretty good wide receiver when we draft in the second round. It'll be a it'll be a person that's almost you know too good to pass up at the position we're drafting at, um, and so I I like that at plus two fifty. I still like you said both at plus money. I still might throw a pick on uh, offensive lineman just to guarantee some profit. Yeah, just get a little money there because I mean, pretty juicy odds. And and I don't, I mean, of course you know we say this now and they'll end up drafting like some like defensive lineman or something crazy yeah quarterback uh but uh yeah i i I think uh wide receiver offensive linemen seem pretty uh realistic for the colts there as colts fans okay um i have a couple other picks that i like that we can go over um this one i did in exact order if you're thinking horse racing you know kentucky derby style the, the, the exact order. Um, I like Hutchinson 1 and Trayvon Walker to go 2 at plus 1,000. Um, I Like I said, I think Hutchinson goes 1. And then the Lions could literally do anything. The Lions could take Walker. The Lions could take Iquanu. The Lions could take Thibodeau. The Lions could take Willis, Pickett. A whole lot of things going on. Um, but I, I thought the value there for Hutchinson 1, Walker 2 was pretty good at plus 1,000. Um, this one, Tyler, I think you might like, I took Ahmad Gardner sauce Gardner, if you will, under four and a half draft position at plus 182. Ooh, I like that. I, I think a lot of people, and it might even be better value now. Let me check. No, it's still plus 182. So of late, the kind of the latest rumor with the Texans at number three is, uh, uh, what's his name? Derek Stingley. Um, 
a lot of people said Derek Stingley was, if he would have came out like after the 2019 season, he probably would have been mm-hmm. possibly like number one overall, like best cornerback in the class, hands down. He's had two back to back kind of shortened seasons. But the rumor and thought is like the Texans have been, uh, you know, utilizing every single uh, resource, like checking the film, like checking with doctors, all this other stuff on Derek Stingley. But uh, to be honest, I think that's a smokescreen. I, I think it will. I think they will end up going with Sauce Gardner. I mean, Sauce Gardner has proved himself over and over again. Um, and so, even getting him at under four and a half, even if the Texans don't draft him, who's at four? Is it the uh, Jets? Got another window open here. Number four is the Jets. You are correct. I I could even see the Jets taking sauce if he get if he falls all the way to them at number four. So getting plus one eighty two on Sauce Gardner at under four and a half, I think that's a pretty good one. Uh, Charles Davis agrees with you having Sauce Gardner at four in his mock actually. Love that. Love when the the professionals agree with us uh, dummies here. Stir. Um, and then this one, I did not realize what this beforehand. I took Evan Neal under five and a half at plus one twelve. That seems like a uh, a loss already at this point. Um, it really just depends on whoever takes that first tackle, what they are looking for. Right. Honestly. And if you're looking for a big, you know, if you're looking for size, you know, that's your man. Size and technique, that's your man. Uh, you're looking for just upside then a quantity is probably who you want so um right now so i took evan neal under five and a half at plus 112 if you were to look at that right now evan neal under five and a half is at plus 182 and over five and a half is at minus 250 so i think a lot of people are agreeing with your take there tyler that uh, neal's kind of gonna fall down the draft and uh Iquanu is going to rise through the board. Um, let's see if I'm looking at the position markets. I want to see what the tackle position market looks like. First offensive lineman selected. Uh, Iquanu minus 160. Evan Neal is plus 250. So if you think a team does like Neal, you can get odds or good odds there. Good value. Mm-hmm. And you said Derek Stingley, people were talking about him. You can get him for plus 125 for first corner back off the board. See, now we're talking. That's that's the way to do this, right? Uh, we took Gardner under 4.5 at plus 182. If you take Stingley as first cornerback selected at plus 125, then you're pretty much, you know, I, I think the Texans are pretty much hands down taking a corner. Um what are Texans to take a corner first? Uh, let's see. Team draft specials? Is that what that was under? Yeah, cornerback. Te- Texans take cornerback first is plus 125. So, lots, lots of value, lots of options where you can make some money in this. Yes, sir. Lots of, lots of fun little bets, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I also took Iquanu over four and a half at plus one twenty eight. It's kind of like you said. I was under the impression that Neil would go first and Iquanu would go second, and I so I thought Iquanu would fall outside of the top four, um, which he still might. You know, who who really knows? But uh, I imagine a tackle will be taken at number four by the Jets, if I had to guess. Um, kind of like you said with Jacksonville, right? Jacksonville's looking to shore up their offensive line, protect their quarterback that they just drafted. I could see the Jets doing the exact same thing. Especially with uh, Beckton, their, you know, who was projected to be their starting tackle, being missing a lot of time and reports coming out that he may not be their guy. The report I heard is he may never put on Jets uniform again. So I, heard, I heard that as we, well, yeah. We may be looking at a tackle for them as well, just – you know, Jets are the teams at the top of the draft are tough like that when it's not a consensus pick because they're bad. They need 
any position. They, they need help in multiple spots, which makes the, these first right. few, like, possibly, you know, anything can happen. Right. You know, we know with the Jags that they had two first-round picks last year. They took a quarterback and a running back. We know they're not going to take those again, so. Right. We can eliminate two positions off the board, <laughs> but they still need help everywhere else. I mean, the way their GM talks, who knows? They may even take a cornerback first yeah. overall. Yeah, I'm. Who knows? All right, uh, Diz, do you have any uh, picks for the draft that you're liking or you're feeling? I do not, but I'm definitely going to ride Malik Willis under thirteen and a half. Yeah, that seems low. I, I have to imagine there will be a quarterback taken in the top ten. I mean, you you just have to figure that's going to happen. I think so. It is a quarterback-driven league. I know this quarterback class is the worst it's been in a while, but if you want to make change to happen for these teams that are at the bottom of the draft, it starts at the quarterback position. Absolutely. Tyler, anything else catching your eye or anything uh, you're feeling? Um, you were just saying, just what you were saying, little odds for you. Mm-hmm. You were saying you think you have to think a quarterback's going to go in the top ten. You said mm-hmm. in the uh, you know the draft NFL draft you can get for top ten or it could be a top ten pick. Uh, both quarterbacks are plus money. Love that. Where did you see that at? Oh. Scared the shit out um, of me. It said, yeah, sorry. It's under the draft parlay builder, but I, it looks like you can pick them without putting them into a parlay. Mm. Draft parlay builder, be a top 10 pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Malik, you can get Malik Willis at, one fifty, at plus 150 or Kenny Pickett at plus 250. Do like those. Those are those are certainly juicy. What and then if you parlay them together, I mean, <laughs> plus seven seventy five. Yeah. There you go. Bold, but very bold. Yeah. You got to think if you got to think if one goes off the board in the top ten, people are going to be trying to trade to get that other one because it sounds like those are the two pe- the two quarterbacks people like the most. Yeah. Um. What pick do the Falcons have? They have the eighth. See, I could also see a situation where if either of those quarterbacks fall to eight, the Falcons make a move and draft one of them. I mean, your draft order is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't need a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Detroit Lions? Not sure. Yeah. Houston Texans? They believe in Davis Webb from what they're saying. It's uh, Davis Mills. Dougie Mills. Mills. My bad, whatever. (laughs) Dougie Mills. Who's Who's Webb? Who am I thinking of? Uh, Somebody Webb is in the draft a couple years back, I think. You know, Jets at four don't need one. New York Giants. New regime. They may not like Daniel Jones. So, at five. Six, Carolina Panthers. Definitely need a quarterback. Seven, New York Giants again. Maybe they take their first choice at five. Yep. And maybe quarterback at seven. Falcons could also use the quarterback at eight. Seahawks could also use a quarterback at nine if they don't believe in uh, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Yep. And then Jets at ten, probably no. not a quarterback there. So I mean a lot of a lot of people that could use a quarterback there and a couple people with multiple first round you know, multiple top ten picks. And I think having multiple also helps, right? If you get the guy you want or that you like is your first pick in that top 10, and then you still have an option to get a quarterback that could possibly change your franchise, I mean, why not take one? Well, that and also, if you have two top 10 picks, you could, you know, first pick, take who you want. Second pick, trade down for a team that's moving up to try and get a quarterback. There you go. There you Uh, go. I really like your idea of, putting in money on the on a quarterback to go top 10 there yep 
And I definitely did. I definitely took both Willis and Kenny Pickett because I like I liked those odds. And heck, mm-hmm. if they both happen, we're we're celebrating. We're having a good time. There we go. All right, that was good draft talk, boys. I feel like uh, I feel like we dropped a lot of knowledge. Yes, sir. Now, watch. We'll <laughs> we'll be watching the draft tomorrow night, and none of our bets will hit. And we'll just be like, well, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully it's people... the draft. It's a crapshoot, man. Well, that's true. That is true. No one ever knows what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe next year we'll come up with our mock draft for it. The whole first round. I'll be down. Tyler's going to start doing it after this year's draft is over. He's going to start putting out his mock drafts. Who knows? Maybe I'll get bored tonight and make one for you to throw out on Twitter. Oh my God, that would be electric. I'm not going to lie. I would be a big fan of that. All right, gentlemen, let's move on. Let's do a quick five minutes on the NBA playoffs. Uh, Jazz versus Mavericks. Mavs lead 3-2. to two. Game 6 is tomorrow in Utah. Um, I'd like to think that the Mavs close it out in 6, but uh, I could very easily see it going 7. Uh, Raptors versus 76ers. 76ers lead three games to two. Game six is tomorrow in Toronto. Um, it's obvious that Embiid's thumb injury is hindering his performance. Um, and they're playing in Toronto, which means Thibel cannot play. Um, and then while I know Fred Van Vliet is hurt, many people are saying that makes the Raptors better because his replacement is a way better defender, which is what you need against a team like the 76ers. Gentlemen, do we think there is a chance that the Raptors can pull off the miracle? I actually missed my chance to talk about a assistant coach for the Jazz. Did you see this story? I did not. Uh, Eon Dueling, the assistant coach for the Jazz, was arrested this morning. Whoa! Just dropping that bomb in here. What did he get arrested for? Uh, pretty juicy. He was one of a few or eighteen former NBA players charged with illegally pocketing millions of dollars by defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan. Oh my God! So he's he's done. There's no coming back from that. No, this is like a federal case. Yeah. Federal officials said a number of former NBA players combined to collect $2.5 million from the benefit plan. Wow. You, he was a former union officer for the NBA PA, and even it's, he was the first vice president of the NBA PA. So, <laughs> so he is, you know, this is a pretty big issue for him. Um, I don't know how much assistant coaches, you know, affect that, but you got to think the vibe in the locker room has got to be a little different after that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Mavericks by a million tomorrow. All right. Sorry, I missed my opportunity to say that. One. No, was, that's good. I was that's looking at something else. I was looking at something else, and then I was like, oh, wait. Wait, go back. Um,. Raptors 76ers, though. Do we, do we think the Raptors can pull off this miracle? What are the odds on that? What, for the Raptors to win the series? Yes, sir. Uh, let's see here. Plus 480, so pretty juicy at this point. It's in the realm of possibility, like you said. Thibault can't play, you know, he'd be, what, back for Game 7? He would be back for Game 7, yep. Embiid is not 100%. Harden's not super consistent of late. Well, did, did you see Embiid basically call out Harden and say he just needs to be aggressive and he needs to start taking more shots and stuff like that? I didn't see that, but... I wonder if I wonder if tonight we'll see a different Harden, a much more, you know, aggressive, less passing, more just trying to, you know, put the team on his back, a lot more isolations, and 
stuff like that. I'm I'm curious to see how he responds to those comments. We've seen that in the past in Houston, though. True. In the playoffs, where and you know in the playoffs he doesn't get those foul calls that he really heavily relies on as much, and historically he hasn't been as good in the playoffs as he has regular season. So, I mean, it might be worth taking a little look at for the Raptors there. Yeah, and the Raptors, the past few games have looked very different than they did the first couple. Uh, they just look like much more aggressive. They look like the better team. Um, you know, at the beginning of this first round of the playoffs, I actually took the Raptors to win this series. And then Philly came out and won like the first three or something. So I thought I was dead in the water. But now I have a little bit of a chance here. I mean, it is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. Like, I'm not one, you know, I'm not sure what will happen. I mean, I'm actually torn on this one. So being plus, what do you say, 480? Yeah. That doesn't sound bad to me. No, no. Might, might be worth a little sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Nuggets versus Warriors. Warriors lead 3-1. to one. Game 5 is tonight. I mean, not really much to say here. Curry's going to be starting tonight. Um, so he's back full, no match restrictions, anything like that. Um, I, I imagine the Warriors take care of business. I just don't know if they'll cover the spread. The spread, last I saw, was pretty hefty. Uh, spread is 8.5 right now for Golden State. I don't know if they'll win by that much. I could certainly see it. But uh, I'm not feeling comfortable enough to lay that eight and a half, especially on a game, uh, a series clinching game. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Timberwolves versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies lead three to two after another massive comeback last night. Um, game six is Friday in Minnesota. I'm still hoping this goes uh, seven. Every time we kind of think the Timberwolves are dead and we kind of count them out, they always find a way to surprise us. So I'm I'm really hoping for a game seven. I I don't. I mean, did you guys see Jaws dunk? That was insane. I did. It's wild. He's very good. And then his his uh, layup to win the game was pretty electric too. Yeah, I thought I was slick um, when they were at one oh six, one oh nine. I saw plus ten twenty for the Timberwolves, so I threw a buck on that, and then they hit that three and tied it up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like it could happen!" And then that layup just mm. kind of like, I mean, I wasn't expecting to hit it. I just saw plus ten twenty for a three point game, and thought, you know, that seems wrong. But yeah, once again, the odds makers were right. <laughs> Dang it, Vegas wins again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Heat versus the Hawks. Obviously, the Heat won the series four to one, so the Heat are moving on in the Eastern Conference Final or the Eastern Conference Playoffs. Now, what was interesting yesterday was the late scratch for Jimmy Butler. Um, we were accustomed to seeing this happen in the regular season. You know, not not listed on the injury report, not even a question on if they're playing or not. But then. You know, they're like, oh, you know, an hour before the game, we're going to sit this guy, we're going to let him rest so he's not playing tonight, and that severely shifts the odds of the game. But seeing a superstar be scratched this late um, during a series, for a series-clinching game, I feel like is unusual. I, I, I wonder if the injury is more serious or something to worry about going forward. Or did the Heat just say that, nah, that we're going to win this game anyways? We don't, we don't need to worry about it. Let's let them rest the game. I mean, I don't think they do that in the play. You never know. I mean, they did finish them off. They did. Now, this this is the part I'm mad about with that. So everyone was like, okay, Jimmy Butler's out. Tyler Harrow is going to start in his place. Then the news came out that our boy Oladipo was starting mm-hmm. instead of Jimmy Butler. And I was like, oh, my God. Oladipo's going to go off for the Heat. They're going to end up winning this game. They're going to end up winning this series. And I knew I should have bet Oladipo's over in points, and I didn't do it, and I am so pissed. Finished with 23 last night. 
Ah. Whatever. That was last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of run, run together to me or for me lately. Yeah, I feel you. But I, I was very mad at myself for not taking all the depots over in points because, you know, he hasn't done anything all season and then he shows up in the playoffs uh, for one game and he just goes off. Um, I think I saw that uh, Depot and Butler don't necessarily uh, get along all that well. And so because Butler was out, they were like, all right, Depot, you can play. Just thought it was interesting. I mean, those two do seem to uh, have some egos on them. So you never know. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder that if uh, if Butler does play like the rest of the playoffs, if we just won't see any old depot the rest of the playoffs or uh... – I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see on that one, I guess. Well, when we have Lowry hurt. You don't never know if Depot fills in for Lowry a little bit too now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Celtics, the Nets, Tyler. The Celtics pulled off the sweep. Yes, sir. Big for business. Big for business. Overcame the officiating of Scott Foster. Dude, he tried to cost them that game. I could not believe it. Last eight or last six minutes of that fourth quarter, the uh, the whistle was not going the Celtics' way, and they still pulled it off. Yeah, man, that was absurd. That that foul out of Jason Tatum was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a tough one for a playoff foul. Now, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, what what do you do going forward? All depends what Kyrie does. He's the wild card there. Because he has a player option, correct? I believe so. And so if he leaves, then the Nets might be in trouble. Um, I mean, they're already in trouble, clearly, if they lost first round of the playoffs. But uh... I'd have to look at their cap situation. I mean, with the players they have, like they're definitely over the cap, right? I, w- I would think so, but I, I don't know that for sure. So that almost eliminates a sign-in trade because if you sign-in trade, you get hard cap. Mm. So, like, that'd be tough for them. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Like, if he wants to leave, they pretty much have to let him walk. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see on that. It should be an interesting offseason for the Nets. Uh, Bucks versus... Sorry, uh, Bucks versus Bulls. Game five is tonight. Bucks lead that series three games to one. Zach Levine is out due to health and safety protocols. Caruso is out with a concussion. The Bulls are dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing minus twelve and a half for Milwaukee. That is correct. Minus twelve and a half for Milwaukee tonight. I know certified cover boy doesn't like laying that, but uh, if there's a game where you would lay that, I think that this game tonight, that would be the one. I mean, if you guys are on board, I mean, I'll ride, I'll ride with you boys if you take it. <laughs> also, Tyler, the one that, uh, honestly, if I'm, if I'm picking the best bet for this game for the Bucks versus the Bulls, I honestly don't hate the over of two seventeen and a half. We we over. We have been, you know, the ones of, you know, later in the season when Caruso was out, Lonzo Ball he is obviously still out. We know this Bulls team doesn't have defense if those two are out. We even had games when Levine was out where we were still betting overs of the Bulls and they were hitting with ease. I honestly, the over two seventeen and a half might be the uh, might be the play. Think the Bulls can score that much? I think the Bulls will only have to score one hundred for this to uh, go over the two seventeen. I'm just thinking elimination game. If it's not close, do you put some people in? Maybe get a couple minutes for the guys that have been there, not done it. You know, not really seen the court. Could be. Could be. Certainly could I mean, be. And, and same with Milwaukee. I mean, it looks like they're going to win. 
big sport. You know, Giannis has been playing pretty much 40 minutes a game. Do you put him on the bench and let some, you know, let some other people eat some of those minutes up? Maybe. Maybe. That's my only fear with the over there. Yeah. Um, and then the final series, Suns versus Pelicans. Suns lead this 3-2. to two. Game 6 is Thursday in New Orleans. Now, gentlemen, if the Suns win this game on Thursday and the Raptors somehow end up coming back and winning their series, then I will have went 3-0 and in my first round series bets. Jeez. That would be pretty nice. I would be a big fan of that if that could happen. Here are the next two games for the Suns. Be impressed. But uh, I think a lot of that banks on the Raptors more than anything else. I, I could see the Suns going into New Orleans, you know, winning that series, closing that off. But I don't know if the Raptors have enough in them to to win back two more games and uh, close that series off. But hey, anything, anything could happen, right? Yes, sir. It is the playoffs. It is the playoffs, baby. All right, anything, uh, Tyler, you, you want to talk about on the NBA playoffs or anything before we uh, move on? No, I think we pretty much covered it all for the playoffs. Good deal. All right, let's get into our uh, Dumbest Dummy bets, uh, review them for Monday. I went 2-2. Uh, two and two. Diz, how did you do on Monday? I went 0-3, oh Patty. That is unfortunate for you because we have a new leader in the clubhouse in the Dumbest Dummy competition. God damn it. I am down 6.73 units, and Diz is down 7.25 units. Jesus. He no longer... He is no longer outrunning Patty Parlays for the... uh, the worst, uh, the second to worst, dumbest dummy, better in this competition. Let's say I'm I'm dominating right now. <laughs> you are, you certainly are. Um, Diz, how many dumbest dummy bets do you have for tonight? I have one, but uh, you can go ahead and go first. Okay, now. Couple things. I've already had three dumbest dummy bets for today have already come and passed. I told Diz about them before the episode. So on the day I am already two and one. Uh the one that lost was the Mets Cardinals NRSI. There was so many runs in that game, I cannot believe it. So I missed my Mets Cardinals NRSI, but I did hit my Dodgers Diamondbacks NRSI. And I also had the uh white sauce white sauce. The White Sox second inning result that hit for me. So uh, I'm already two and one. Then I have uh, a bunch of NRSIs for tonight. I have Rockies, Phillies, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Guardians, Angels, Orioles, Yankees, Cubs, Braves, and Tigers, Twins. So those are all no run second innings for those games. And then second inning result, I have. Padres second inning result, Rangers second inning result, Rays second inning result, Marlins second inning result, and Giants second inning result. Those are at much juicier odds. Most of them, I think the lowest odds on that is like plus 280. So uh, those are obviously better odds, so we're hoping we hit more of those than not. And then it had to make a return, and what better night for this to make a return I am taking the Milwaukee Bucks to win by 31-plus points tonight at plus 1,000 odds. You got me. I thought you were going to say Canadians money line. (laughs) Hey, the Canadians are playing tonight, but I have officially sworn them off for a couple days maybe. All right, Diz, what do you got for your uh, dumbest dummy bet for tonight? I have one, and it is going on currently. Ooh. It is Reds, Padres, no run second inning. Okay. And I'm honestly, I just checked ESPN. I just got parked. That's why I wanted you to go first. I thought we were going to be halfway through the second. Turns out the Reds got the bases loaded in the first. So believe it or not, the Reds are actually scoring runs. I thought we'd be through the second inning because the Reds suck cheeks. But nonetheless, that's what I got. I kind of need it to hit, but also... 
since Patty's a volume shooter, he can kind of decide his own fate tonight as well. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. So, wait, you took uh, Reds, Padres, no run second inning? Yes, sir. So, I took, like, an opposite approach. I took Padres second inning result. So, I need the Padres to score a run in the second. Diz doesn't. This could be a huge shift in this race. Go. Uh, all right, gentlemen, that leads us to our group best bets. We went one and two on Monday, unfortunately. Uh, as a group, we are down 7.05 units. We have some ground that we need to make up to uh, to get us to the uh, back to even or positive for the month. What are we liking for tonight? Or in general, it doesn't even have to be tonight. It could be draft-related. It could be uh, anything, really. What about Malik Willis, sub-13? I like that. Tyler, how do you feel about it? Is that within the odds? Player draft position. Malik Willis, under 13.5. Is that plus 112? Nope, that's not right. Plus 118. So, yeah, that works. Let's go. I'm with it. Okay, so that's at plus 118. Um, let's see, what else do we like? Um, what about uh, taking just the bucks on the spread tonight? Bucks minus twelve and a half at minus one oh eight. You don't mind laying that big of a spread? I don't. Diz does, because you know, certified cover boy. Um How about another draft one, Patty? Okay. Kayvon Thibodeau over four and a half. I mean, he's the oh, that seems like a lock at this point. It's plus one twelve. Really? Okay. Plus, yeah. Diz, you good I mean, with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Because it seems like, you know, if the Jags do their thing and take uh, Walker first, I don't see, you know, three defensive ends going in the top five. I I, I don't either. Um. That that's a good find. I like that a lot. Um Hey, fun fact before I hop off, the Reds had bases loaded, no outs in the bottom of the first, and didn't score. So if they score in the second, I'm probably gonna break my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Yeah. Alright, I gotta get off, boys. Good shit. Uh uh pod tomorrow or Friday? Friday. We were just gonna do tomorrow if we, today didn't work, so pod'll be Friday. Okay. Good shit, boys. I'll see you. Stay profitable, dudes. <laughs> I like that little... That was a good little sign-off. Tyler, we need one more group best bet. You want to do your NBA bet? If you want to do the NBA one, or how do you feel about um, Sauce Gardner going under four and a half? That might, it's a little too juicy. It's plus 182. We like to keep it plus 150. Um, I think we go the NBA bet. Okay, I'm with it. Because from what I'm seeing, the you know the odds lately, they're looking more like Stingley's going to be the, you know, looks like if he goes or a quarterback goes top like four, it looks like it's going to be Stingley just off team preference from what I'm seeing lately. Yeah. So I'd kind of lean away from that one. Yep, I'm with it. Um, so to recap, our group best bets for tonight are Malik Willis under 13 and a half at plus 118, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau over four and a half at plus 112, and Bucks minus 12 and a half at minus 108. Sounds feels I like, like a, feels like a good night to go three and zero. Tyler, what do you think? Uh, I couldn't agree more. Three and zero would be lovely. That would Get be close to even on the month. Be real nice. Real. 
right, Tyler. Uh, so there is no Hail Mary parlay of the day. It died with the Mets and the Cardinals. So there will not be a Hail Mary parlay of the day today. Hopefully Friday if I uh, if my early picks work out, maybe we'll have one. If not, maybe I'll tweet it out if I'm feeling frisky. No, no NFL draft exact order parlay. You could get very crazy with that. Like a hundred percent. Here, let's let's uh let's uh let's build that real quick, Tyler, just for the people. Just just for shits and gigs. Okay. So let's go So let's go down to the if you go down you can go to top two picks exact order in quarterback. Ah instead of overall. And you can go, if you think Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, plus 105. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... Go down to... We can go down to our wide receivers. Maybe a little... Uh, Drake London first. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson second at plus 500. Let's put that in there. Hold on, what'd you say? Drake London and Jameson Williams? Yeah, I mean, and just those said, two. Will, you the, said Garrett Wilson, or who'd you who'd you want second? Other, no, I meant Drake London. Oh, Garrett Wilson. Sorry. Okay. You know, okay, you can't parlay those together, Tyler. So that's not going to uh, work out. Weak. Yeah, unfortunately. Man, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, they probably thought what we did. You could get some wild value off that. Yeah. Um. Here, let's do this. Let's see. NFL draft. Can we do okay? Let's do top three overall picks, exact order. Tyler, you you on the Trayvon Walker train? Uh, for this, we might as well. Yep. Then who do you think goes two? I got to lean Hutchinson. You know, Michigan player, Detroit Lions. Yeah, so I got to lean that. Then who did we say had the third pick again? Uh, the Texans. Now, I think we should go crazy. I think we should go crazy with this one because um, if you go Trayvon Walker and Hutchinson and then go Stingley or Gardner, you're getting plus 420 tops. You, uh, you say Gardner? Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, Hutchinson plus 420. Yeah, Stingley at plus 270. I, I would be okay going Walker, so Hutchinson, and Quanu. Who do you... Why don't we just why don't we just scrap and go real bold? Okay. Why don't we go with the our guy Aquanu first so we can get some massive value here? Okay, I like that. Like that a lot. You know, Hutchinson, we can still throw him second, and we're getting at least plus seventeen hundred this way. I like it. You know, so you can get Stingley for plus seventeen hundred. Thibodeau plus thirty nine hundred, Walker twenty two hundred, or Gardner twenty two. Mm, what, what? Which one? Which one tickles your fancy more? I mean, to be honest, the one I'm just looking at numbers with your you like Malik Willis too. You got Quanu, Malik Willis, and Ahmad Gardner for plus fifty. Hey, I'm I'm all the way in. You, I'm, said, I'm... you said hail. Damn straight. So there you go. The the Hail Mary draft exact order special parlay of the day. First, we're going exact order. Top three picks. We're going to Kwanu 1, Malik Willis 2, and Ahmad Gardner 3 at plus 50000 That is $1 to win. $500, folks. You cannot pass this value up. You said Hail Mary. I gave you a Hail Mary. That's right. That's what we're here for. That's, that's the business we're in, okay? Big fan, big fan. As not a great gambler once told me, scared money don't make money. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, Tyler, anything you need to get off your chest before we call it a day? Uh, I just want screen flips to show the people on YouTube what I am dealing with. 
this whole podcast as you've seen the ball go flying and dogs pop up in my face. This Dude. is what's been hopping on me and going off the entire little puppy action up in my face. Some very ferocious looking puppies at that too. Uh looks like a teddy bear. <laughs> Well, we thank you for uh, multitasking and hanging in there with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Stuff. Go to YouTube.com, type in Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar. Look for the Sports Betting by Dummies logo, black and yellow. You cannot miss it. But we hope you have a nice, profitable couple days and we will see you Friday.